everybody welcome back to snacks it's been a long time i'm sam Lewis, and i'm lynn williams and this is a show about women's soccer but it's also a show about insert random thing here i'm so excited i've been withholding this from lynn all day so i could break the news on our first episode back i got my hair cut today guess where i went i already know it's super cuts it's devastating is i went super to super cuts? cuts today this is what happened I went to the gym to go swimming and then I took a shower and washed my hair. Cause when you walk in with your hair already wet, it goes way faster. Like... Walked in, said, I need a trim. She cut three inches off, walked out, paid $23 in and out in 15 minutes. Like did she, she didn't even wash it. No, I washed it right before I went. What do you mean? When you, I just explained when you walk in wet, it goes quicker. So I got Ew. home and I go to bed. So weird. I and I go to bed. I got my I got my hair cut while I was away. And he goes, "What?" Like he was like, "What do you mean? Like you were only gone for like two hours and you went swimming?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got my hair cut at Supercuts." And he was like, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, like the fact that Pat doesn't like that you do that is should be a sign." Like oh, I feel no. like Pat is so low maintenance that he's like, "I don't care." And the fact that he cares, you should stop going to Supercuts. I know he he's a big great clips guy. What no, even I'm just is that? He, I, it's just another one. <laughs> Anyways, I think we should move on. But welcome back oh. to Snacks. Welcome back to Supercuts Talk. Don't get your hair cut there anymore. But here's what we're going to talk about today on the pod. Um, so weekend one of the NWSL, it went down. It went down. We're going to talk about what happened. All the surprises, all the excitement, and all of the Lynn Williams game winning goals. Then later, we're going to be joined by Kelly O'Hara to talk about her off-season move, what she expects from the season, and then the World Cup year. And then finally, at the end of the episode, we're going to play Snacks or Pass, which is, you guessed it, a version of Smasher Pass that our Jay Snacks, the producer, made up. And it was really, 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 really funny. So I'm very excited for everybody to hear that. But before we get to all that, Lynn, welcome back. We're doing Snacks again. Thank God. I know. And we're going to do it for 25 episodes. Can you believe that? I am so thrilled. We're literally going to have a weekly show all season. And we're going to talk about everything we always talk about. Plus the league, each other, super cuts. What could be better? <laughs> Great clips, apparently, as well. <laughs> Great clips. Great clips as well. What's new, though? Like, how have you been since the last time we recorded? I've been good. A lot has been happening. We'll get to the soccer stuff. But, um... But yeah, I'm good. I'm happy. I was in Australia all off season, which was amazing. Um, I love it there so much. Um, I visited you there. I know. In Melbourne. And did you love it? I love it so much. Remember we sat by the beach and we ate spaghetti in like the middle of the day? <laughs> yeah. You remember, remember that we dog? Went to, like this beach? Yes, I do. This dog had run down the beach away from its owner and it was running all through the restaurant. I know. It was crazy. It was so fun. It was so fun having you there. So Sam, I mean, I'm not going to tell the story for you, but she went on a trip um, and we got to be one of your stops and I, I know you were there for longer, but it was I so fun. I visited Christy and Sam. I visited you and Marley. I went to a wedding in New Zealand and I went to Hawaii. It was a friggin' trip. I feel like this off season, so many people um, came and visited us. Like my sister and her whole family came. So my sister, her husband and four of their kids came and then my mom came as well. It was so fun, but it was so chaotic. Sounds like it was so busy. Yeah. Me and Marley kept being like, holy crap, we have to caravan everywhere. Like, <laughs> my sister has so many kids. But it was really fun um, 
they enjoyed everything. And I think that they understand now why I love it so much. Well, now you're in Jersey City and you've started the NWSL. You're back with the national team. Everything's going great. Your hair is red. My hair's red. Speaking of hair, I did not get this done at Supercuts because that would go, I I don't know. I don't know if I would go that far. I think a trim is like, that's it. That's what you, that's what you go there for. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be going to Supercuts now that we're back on the topic, but you do have like a good hair gene where your hair just grows really fast. So if anybody could get away with it, it will be you. Well, thank you, Lynn. But like maybe invest in just a salon. I'm, if anything, I'm going to invest in learning how to do it myself because you know I hate appointments. I know. Do you know? I like hate appointments too. <laughs> I feel like I go to get my hair done and I'm like, yes, I'm going to look so nice. My hair's going to get done. And then like halfway through, I want to I want to go home. I no. need to go home right now. Exactly. That's why 15 minutes appointment max. I know, but I got my hair done. It's red. I feel fiery and fierce. A new team, a new me. Well, hopefully not too new because I like the old you. A new but I do like your team, red hair. A new hair. Like I want people to look at me and say, like, are you a redhead? Are you trying to be like Sam? Yeah. Yes. My hair is also pretty fiery at the moment. Anyways, let's get into it. The NWSL is yes. back. It's back. We are gonna recap all the games that happened this past weekend. Um, but we're just gonna preface that a little bit. By talking about some of the off-season trades that happened. Dabinia and Morgan Gautreau went to Kansas City. Uh, Sonnet went to OL. Kelly went to Gotham. Um, and her trade is unique because it was uh, free agency. And then we're going to get to talk to her about that. Yes, yeah, because um, she's coming on this episode. I know. On. But it, before we talk to Kelly, you got traded to Gotham too. And I want to hear all about that. Can you tell us the story? I feel like I ha- it, so much time has passed that I am not so emotional about it anymore so i'm gonna try to tell you in an emotional way because it was it was an emotional time um, when it did happen um so i was in new zealand with the national team my first um my first camp back my first soccer back um and i'm gonna tell it in new zealand time because i don't actually know what time it was here but um it was the day of the draft and i was so oblivious that it was that day um and I feel like normally when it's draft day, you're like, don't look at your phone. Just just if you get news, especially when you're in camp, you'll just get it later on the day so you can focus. Well, I wasn't thinking about that. So I was on the treatment table at 930 and my agent said, hey, uh, can you talk? And I said, I'm on treatment right now. I can call you back in an hour. And he texts back, um, it's time sensitive. So my silly self was like, oh, my gosh, he got us a great deal. I need to sign it right now. And little little to uh, my um, knowledge, I was getting traded. So he he was like, um, okay, well, it's time sensitive. So I call him. It's 9.50 now. And I say, hey, what's up? Um, I have a meeting in 10 minutes. I have five minutes to talk. Um, what's going on? And he said, I, I hate to do this to you, but there's a trade on the table for you to go to Gotham. Um, and my heart like sunk, my face dropped. Um, Blacko, I think, saw my face and was like, oh, crap, something is just happening. Um, so I say to him, well, what is it for? What's going on? My initial reaction was, no, I'm not going. Because um, he, he said, you have veto power at the end of the day. So this is on the table, but you have veto power. And I say, no, I'm not going. It's a World Cup year. I just got to Kansas City. I don't want to move again. 
blah, 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 all these things. Um, and then I said, he said, well, we need to get this done before uh, the draft happens, which is at 12. So it's 10 o'clock now. And I say, well, I have a meeting right now for an hour, so I can call you back in an hour. And I can't think about this right now. So I'm in this meeting trying to focus um, while also just getting the news that I might be getting traded. Um, so that definitely sucked. So after the meeting, it's now 11 o'clock and I call them back saying, okay, what's going on? Um, and basically they were like, look, Kansas City really wants this trade. Gotham really wants you, but they don't want you if you don't want to be there. Um, and these, all these thoughts are running through my head. Like, again, it's a World Cup year. Do I reestablish with a new team again? Um, what happens if I say no? Am I just going to be with Kansas City and like not play? Like, is that going to be an awkward situation? Um, and so my agent was like, I think you should just talk to the coach at Gotham, um, talk to your people and get back to us. And by this time, I'm like, I have an hour. So I talked to Juan, my coach here at, um, in Gotham. I talked to Vladko. I talked to Marley. And basically, the decision I had come down to was, I don't want to be at a place that doesn't want me. And if Gotham really wants me, then I want to go there. So um, I call my agent back. And they're like, look, Lynn, Kansas City is really pushing for this. Like, we need to, to know an answer. And by this time, it's 1157. I go, all right, let's do it. <laughs> I know because I looked at the clock and I was like, all right, we're doing it. Um, and then the trade happened at 12 and I had like one moment to call my mom to say, hey, like I got traded to Gotham or going to be traded to Gotham. Um, and the second I hang up with her, the news has like gone through and the next person I see on my phone is Kelly. I was like, <laughs> whoa, hi, Kelly. Um and she was like, let's go. And I I was like distraught. So Yeah, um, you were just like rattled. Like a lot yeah. just happened in the last two hours. Your whole yeah, life I know. is and up I, in the air. Exactly. I was like, I got to focus. I'm in the national team for the first time. Um, like, I think besides just like being back in soccer, like, you know, when you're like with in camp, like you have to focus so much and like yeah. train your brain to be on all the time yeah that I was like I can't believe in my first things back with soccer like this is happening um and then on top of that I was like, I can't believe this is happening at all I did yeah. not expect this um so yeah then I had to like kind of compartmentalize I that all happened and then I kind of just like put my phone down and like didn't look at my phone because I had to get ready for training um and and everybody was like, Lynn, what's going on? And I was like, you guys, I don't know what's going on, but like, I can't talk about this right yeah. now. It's just, I got to focus um, and I got to deal with this after camp. But it was like pretty devastating at the time. Um, just not necessarily because I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go to Gotham. It was more that I like, I feel like my life, like just in a moment, like flipped on its head. And I was like, there's so many things that I now need to sort out that I yeah. didn't even plan for. Um, like you're now you're moving again, which we yeah. talk about on this podcast all the time, the stress of moving. Um, what was, so what was that like? You had to get through camp and then get your stuff and move to a new city, get a new apartment. Yeah. So, so what was it? We had, we got back on like the 22nd and then we had to report for preseason on the first, I believe. I think the first or second people were starting to report. Um, luckily for me, Gotham didn't report until like the sixth. So I had like a little bit more time. Um, but I was like, okay, I have to go to Kansas city, pack up all my stuff, um, figure out how to get it to New Jersey, 
find a place in New Jersey, um, change over all the mail, all the utilities, all the things. So, and then I was like, how can I, I got to get my car there. Do I do this by myself? This whole thing sounds like such a whirlwind. Do you feel like, um, this is like a common situation to be traded at this time in this way? Or do you think it was like a little bit unique to you? Well, I'm not going to say I'm the first person that was traded like this. And I probably won't be the last. I hope I'm the last. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like every trade is unique in its own Mm -hmm. way. Um, I think that it's hard. You know, you would like to think that teams would know a little bit more in advance if they're going to trade you or not. Um, And maybe they do. But I think there's like an interesting way to go about that of, well, what if this trade doesn't go through? Then we've lost faith in in the player. Like, I don't really know how you navigate that. I think that's why players have agents to be able to not go through this situation. Sometimes the agents don't know. Um, So I don't know. Like the last time I got traded to Kansas City and your trade to Kansas City was completely different. What would you say you're like, if looking back on this, like is your over, what was your overwhelming emotion throughout the whole thing? I just feel like unsettled. Mm. Like, I don't know if that's an emotion, but like a feeling of just like not, just like not having a space of your own. Yeah. Like I, I think that, and we've talked about this when you're trying to, first of all, moving in itself is huge. It's like a, a life stress that yeah. hopefully a lot of people don't have to go through, but it is um, going through that. But then also having to make sure that your body is in like prime shape or like ready to go each day for training. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was hard because I was like, I don't feel settled. I don't have my own bed. Um, I'm having to to sacrifice like rehab because I need to fly to Kansas City to move all this stuff. Uh-huh. It, and stuff like that, I think, was, was the hardest part that I was like, I don't have like a plan. I don't have a, a set time. Like where can I fit in my workouts while I'm also yep. like trying to figure out where I'm going? I think that was like the most stressful piece. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even not sleeping well has like such an impact on your emotional state and your physical state. So moving in general is just a huge stressor. And I feel like as a professional athlete who's coming back from injury, um, it's just a little bit magnified, but it's a a huge opportunity for you. And you've done so great so far, both with the national team and with Gotham. So I'm excited to see you keep crushing it. Thanks. Yeah. And I think that um, hopefully going forward, I think we'll, be able to talk to Kelly about this and how her trade was so different. But um, the fact that like free agency is on the table now, mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that we're moving away from this style of trading. Um, I think that the way you're going to get the best out of players is to have them be in places that they want to be. Um, obviously that's not, it can't be like that for every single person, but hopefully we can get to a place where maybe it is. Um, but yeah, so now I'm like super happy to be here. I think it is like a blessing in disguise. I've had, um, you know, great teammates, the transition once I got settled has been awesome. I do. I am going to miss you. Um, I miss, I said this to you the other day, but I miss like getting a text, just being down the hall and saying like, do you want to make cookies? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll be right over. I know. (laughs) Or stuff like that. Like that's devastating. I know. I miss that too a lot, but we'll have lots of visits in our future. Well, yeah. Cause your favorite girls are here and lots of podcasting. So 25 episodes to be exact. 
Yes, exactly. An episode a week. So let's jump into match day one and talk about the NBSL. Um, the first game of the season, which was highly anticipated, the North Carolina mm-hmm. Courage hosted the Kansas City Current last Saturday to kick off the season. Obviously, I was bummed that the Current couldn't pull off the win this week. That's my squad. But I think that squad the up. Courage... Sorry. That's okay. Outburst. I think that the Courage looks super dangerous just with like all those slip balls through to Caroline, who's obviously mm-hmm. like one of the best players in the league. She's super dangerous in and around the goal. Um, Guile had that great shot that oh my gosh that was like by surprise I think everybody was like whoa where did that I come know. from I think it was such a great shot and like not much anybody could do AD made some other great saves during the game but the mm-hmm. courage pressure was just so high and obviously this isn't an excuse and I know that the current won't like fall back on this because like the team has high expectations of everybody but they were missing some notable players that we mentioned earlier. Dabinia wasn't mm-hmm. playing. Morgan wasn't playing. Vanessa wasn't playing. And then even yeah. some of the regulars, like Kristen Hamilton, Desi was out. Mal Weber is still out. So I do think, yeah. and I'm really hopeful for the team, that when they get that bit of, um, like, juice back, where when we have all these, like, really, really world-class yeah. players back, I know that um, that will bring some energy to the team. And so I have full faith. But the Courage played a great game. Yeah. I, when I did see the current injury list, I was like, Ooh, that's like not great. It was long. So yeah. hopefully they all get healed up really quickly. Also, uh, Elizabeth ball went down with an injury. So hopefully she's doing well. That's unfortunate, but yeah, I, I agree. I thought that the game was great. I thought that like the courage always looks dangerous. I think, I think that they also had some other opportunities to score, but like you said, there's a lot of current players that are out. So who knows? But I don't think that like you can put so much like depth and thought into week one. Like it's yeah. game one. I even we'll get to this, but like our game, mm-hmm. I felt like there was so many nerves and like so much like anxiousness to like get the season going that I'm interested to see like now that everybody has played, all the teams have played, what's game two like and, yeah. and what's game three. So it's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. Yes. Wise words, Samantha Mewis. Yeah. But yeah, so as we go through this, like I, I will obviously talk about it, but I don't think we can put so much emphasis on every single, because it was game one. Yeah, for sure. I got to watch most of the Portland game. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt like Portland, Portland beat Orlando four to zero. And I yeah. felt like Portland just kind of looked like they didn't even have an off season. Like I thought soap was great. Morgan Weaver was great. Crystal always is great. Kling mm-hmm. is still out there. Sink is out there. Like, their main core of the team is still there and is like it, they just seemed like firing on all cylinders. And so Bella Bigsby made some great saves. Um, yeah. Are they like one of the only teams that didn't really have that many trades or movement this? I, I don't like know. Like the team statistically, I don't know statistically, but it seems like they were just gelled already and hopefully yeah. Orlando can turn around from that. Um, but Portland is a tough first game. Like they just looked great. Yeah especially away in Portland. Washington beat OL Reign 1-0, Trinity Rodman. I'm I'm calling it a dribble run. She went on a long dribble play run with the ball and she shot it from far out and it went right in and I mean, her ability to do that at speed was very impressive. If you ask me. It was impressive. If if other announcers when they see players do that don't call it a dribble run yeah <laughs> i don't know be upset it's very just a very descriptive term it should be used yeah in all settings. did you see that after the match uh they 
were asking Rose questions and she says, I'm sorry, I'm grumpy. I can't do this. Did you see that? I did. And I think that that's like such a Rose thing to do because like, sorry, it's I'm also grumpy. like the perfect answer. It's like, what is some, nobody's going to like press you after that. Like you could say that to anybody about anything and it's kind of like, oh, okay. Like I'll just leave you alone. Also the wave played the red stars and they beat them three to two in dramatic fashion um, mm-hmm. with a late PK call. Yeah. In front of 30,000 fans, almost 31,000 fans. Yeah. Their, their so. fans out there are, something's in the Incredible. water out there. You know what I mean? I know. And it's wave fever. Ride that wave, girls. All right. Well, surf's up. But to wrap up opening weekend, Lynn, your team yes. traveled to the West Coast and you played Angel City and there was 22,000 fans there. What was that like? Incredible. One, to to be able to, them and San Diego, to be new organizations mm. and get, pull those kinds of crowds, like, it's pretty incredible. I think that we have been waiting for this forever. As an athlete, you want to play in front of those kind of kind of crowds. And yeah. it's awesome. Like, you can't hear what the person next to you is saying. You're having to rely on gestures and just, like, know that your game plan is going to work. Um, so it was awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. I wanted to mention two things, especially yes. Alyssa Thompson's first true professional yeah. game. She scored an awesome goal. She and Far, the VAR call that yeah. took Angel City's goal back. What did you think of that? Or did you not really see it? Well, I didn't watch it back. Um, and I thought the call was great. No, I'm just kidding. Good for um, you. <laughs> uh, I honestly, I didn't watch it back. I so I can't tell you why it was taken back. What I know about VAR and what they explained to us, though, is that it when it is a goal, they will um, look at the play from the start of the progression of the play. So if it's uh-huh. like two minutes back and they started progressing, like they'll look at it from there on. So I'm assuming that what was used in this case. Yeah, it looked to me like um Danny Weatherholt like kind of shielded the ball and mm-hmm. tripped Kelly in the process and then she turned and passed it to Endo who kind of chipped from pretty far mm-hmm. out I am not sure that I would have <laughs> called it a foul but I do not have any referee training except for yeah. my maybe e young u10 refereeing so clearly VAR saw something and they called it I wasn't 100% convinced but I am I happy mean, with the know. result because Gotham won and my friend Lynn and my sister are on that team. One day I'll probably look back and say, screw VAR. But um, right now I'm going to say they got it right. And I love VAR. Well, fair enough. You guys <laughs> did win the game. But um, before we get to your game winning goal, like, is your elbow okay? Kind of. When I saw you getting your elbow wrapped, somebody said something like, oh, no, I hope she's okay. And I was like, she's fine. Her whole elbow was made out of metal anyways. <laughs> and then it's not even that elbow. <laughs> No, it's not. I have one good elbow and that's the elbow I hurt. So yeah. Um, yeah, I just like went up for a header and then I kind of got table topped. And when I came down, I was like, oh, shoot, I'm coming down from like very high. So naturally, I put my arm down. But apparently you're not supposed to do that. Like, I don't know how to fall, I guess, because I've broken my elbows three times now. Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, three breaks, two elbows, one lady. Yeah. So anyways, uh, it's fine. I'm just going to wrap it up in play and it's going to be fine. I'll get a scan tomorrow. Um, but well, some, some tweets from the fans. Um, I don't know who said this, but they said still in awe of Lynn Williams hurting her arm. And instead of feeling pain, 
deciding to tell them to wrap it up and then scoring a goal. I don't recommend that anyone ever do this. There's different, there's built different. And then there's Lynn. That's funny. Um, so you scored the game winning goal with a broken wing. I know I got a broken bat. I got a little broken bat wing, a little broken bat wing. Thank you for that tweet, Andre. I just realized that that was from Andre. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, I don't recommend either, but we had, I was like, I can play, like, it's not hurting me that bad, but I just can't (laughs) bring it up to run. So I thought in my head, if somebody can just put it in a 90 degree angle for me, then I can at least run. Um, well, and, and so that's did. what I did, but like, I think that's like a little bit of psychotic behavior. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's whatever it takes, Lynn. I guess so. But anyways, we won. Go bats. Go bats. Uh, mid first scored a penalty kick and then mid first passed you such a great pass yep. and you one timed it right into the corner of the goal. I just big kicked it right in there. You big, you did. You big kicked it right in there. Um, <laughs> do you think this is the start of the bats dynasty? Yeah, of course. Uh, well, go bats. Go bats. Um, so before this big Gotham win this weekend, we actually did an interview with Kelly O'Hara, who's also a bat. And Too she may have revealed that she can oh see gosh. the future and predict scores of games. So that's coming up next. Welcome to the Snacks Podcast with Sam Mewis and Lynn Williams. Today, our guest is Kelly O'Hare. She's pretty cool, and we're going to have fun with her. Two-time World Cup champion, (laughs) Olympic gold medalist, NWSL champion, 2010's CONCACAF Women's Team of the Decade, 2019 FIFA Women's World 11 member, and most importantly, a five-times She Believes Cup champion, which is just short. Just shy. The record six that is held by, I believe, Emily Sonnet. And, yeah, Alyssa. I know I just missed that, that is, one. That is the truth. Rats. Welcome back to Snacks, Miss Kelly. I'm I'm thrilled you guys chose to have me back on. Truly oh, honored. We Well, last time we had you on Snacks, uh, you played for the Spirit. I did. And now you play for Gotham. Yeah, with you. I know. Uh, you told us that you hate candy corn. So honestly, I don't know why we asked you back. I know. Because we obviously love it. Um, you're now engaged. I am. And I'm a fiance. Um, do you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, I got engaged. It was awesome. I'm really happy and excited. And, um, I think Cameron is too. She was very surprised, which was like my number one goal with it. Um, and it was a really special night and it's fun to be a fiance. A fiance. I'm so happy for you, Kelly. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny. We've been together for a very long time. So it's like, we got engaged and now I'm going to move to New York. And I'll see you when I see you. But she's been able to come up a lot, which is nice. But um, do you have like, do you have just little bubbles of happiness all the time of like for fiancés? Like, has anything changed? Well, I, I think it's it's like we um, just call each other fiancés a lot, which is fun. And like I get to introduce her as fiancé. Um, mm. And then I think it's also people are like, well, when are, when the everyone is asking, like, when's the wedding? And I'm like, we we both say the only thing we know about the wedding is it will not be happening this year. So that's what we've decided on. Um, but I like that. I think that um, one, it's just not logically or logistically or probably logically possible to do this year. <laughs> um, but also I think like having a long engagement, I kind of like the idea of that because 
it's a period of time, like you're never going to get back. You know, obviously some people do short, long, whatever, but I think we're, it's like fun to just be engaged and like be able to call her my fiance. Yeah. yeah go through like that stage. Yeah. Cause it's, oh. yeah, it's like, you know, a period of your relationship that I kind of want to like enjoy and like relish in, you know? That is so cute. I love that. Well, Kelly, I'm so jealous now because Lynn used to be my neighbor. I and know she's your neighbor. Well, when she was planning on, like when she was trying to figure out a place to live, I was like, move to Jersey city. Let's go. And now we're neighbors and it's amazing. It's amazing because we live so close. Yeah. And we live close to Manhattan and Brooklyn and we get to mm -hmm. gallivant all around. Do you go into Manhattan a lot? A decent amount actually. Yeah. I oh. love it. I think it's so easy. I love public transportation. The subway is like fantastic. Okay. You guys well, are like the Sex in the City girls. Oh my God. There are four of us who live in Jersey City. We should assign oh God, each this, other. Because this is going to make yes. me so jealous. It's going to be you, Christy, Lynn, and Yaz. We all live in Jersey City. And you guys are going to go do Sex in the City girl things, and I'm not going to be able to. Well, you can come visit. Well, you could stay. You could stay can with we go me. get You could stay with Kelly's. Um, um, I'm probably not going to drink a cosmopolitan, but yeah, I don't actually think I like, I don't actually think I like cosmopolitan. I feel like, I feel like the, um, cosmopolitans of 2023 sex in the city would be espresso martinis. Oh, that's a good, that's a good shout. I what think. Do, what do you think, Sam? You don't, you don't seem I'm that excited. A, I guess I'm it. okay with that. I'm on a wine kick. I'm on a no alcohol kick, but I'm not really a cocktail person. Okay. Let's get into it. Kelly. Let's opening weekend is this weekend. It is. Caveat. This is coming out next week. So oh. hello from the past. <clears throat> okay. Um, you're playing Angel City this weekend. And yeah. do you want to make a prediction that might make you look like a genius for Gotham? Uh, yeah. What do you think, Lynn? I think 2-1 I think or 3-2 us. Well, yes. I, I hope you say us. Yeah. That's step one. <laughs> Um, I just think because it's beginning of the season, I think there's going to be, um, it'll either go, yeah, it'll either be zeros, there won't be any goals, or there'll be a lot of goals, I think. Okay. Yeah, Personally. I can see that. You know, because people are still, like, getting situated. Yeah. But not Gotham. We're on top of it. Yeah, we are situated. We are, we are situated. We are ready to rock and roll. What do you think it's going to be, Sam? I, I think making predictions before you've seen any games is really tough. Yeah. But I don't really have any qualms saying 2-1 or 3-2, you guys. All right, well, I, I expect no you to be a Gotham that. fan because your sister plays here and Lynn plays here, so. And so do I. After after Kansas City, I am. Well, fair. What made you choose Gotham? Ooh. Let me get to my question. <laughs> um, I feel like there was a, a lot of factors that weighed into my decision. Obviously, I was a free agent, so um, that was really nice <laughs> to be able to be like, Oh, I get to choose where I go. Like this is, and I, I have actually been very fortunate in my NWSL career to kind of like choose where I want to go because when I played for Sky Blue, like I, I kind of chose Sky Blue through the allocation process back in like 2013. And then, sorry, I'm like going on a very far tangent, but, um, oh, it's okay. But then like leaving Sky Blue, I essentially said like, I would go to DC cause Cameron, Cameron was in DC at that time or Utah. DC like wasn't 
was I was looking for at the time. I wanted that professionalism, which I think Utah was offering. Went to Utah, and thankfully they traded me. And then after three years in Utah, I was like, I'm no longer. I'm not going to stay here anymore, guys. Like you either have to trade me to DC or I'm gonna go overseas. And thankfully that worked out, although it took a very long time. Um, but yeah, so then like this this time around, I got to choose where I wanted to be. Um, Obviously, I loved being in D.C. That was like home and I got to play in the city where I lived, which was amazing. But it was um, not the right fit moving forward. So I, I looked at I looked at a couple teams and um, Gotham was actually the first team that like reached out the day that free agency opened up or I became a free agent. They were like, we're interested in Kelly. Um, and I think getting Juan was a big plus. And then also just this idea of like coming back to the place where I started my NWSL career seemed really cool and like felt really good and um, was something I was excited about. And there's really good players on this team and, you know, talking with Yael and what her vision is for this group um, got me excited and I love New York city and I love, Brooklyn and I love Jersey and I was like let's do it let's go back so and it's n plus the kicker is like it's close to DC so um I can see my fiance more than I would if I was like a west coast team you know yeah I think like the coolest thing you said um besides all the the things you said was that (laughs) (laughs) that was um that you were a free agent, yeah. which that was the first year that this has happened. I know. Shout out to the NWSLPA for negotiating that in the CBA. Good job on y'all. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. So do you feel, I know you said you got to pick, but like, this was so different. And like, did you feel like empowered to be like, oh my gosh, I get to do what I want to do for the first Hell time yeah. in my career? Yeah. And that's what it should have been for the longest time. And I can't believe that we were, uh, um, held to or like our rights were held by teams I don't know is the right like phrase in perpetuity or whatever you know for like the beginning of this league which was just kind of ridiculous um so yeah no it felt really good because I was like I get to choose my fate and although I think that adds its own level of stress to it because you're like well I chose this so if it doesn't work out shame on me you know because when you get like when something just happens you and you have to roll with it that sometimes is easier I think but um no I think that the fact that I was like I get to weigh all my options stress over my future and pick the best one could you still be traded no because I put a no trade clause in my contract oh yeah snaps girl I've been doing this long enough I know I know what to put in there but but if somebody else didn't yeah, if like, they didn't so, negotiate that so then free agency kind of just you get to the pick where you want to go at the start but it doesn't really matter if you get traded though the new team has to pick up your deal right I think yeah. so but yeah I mean yes. I think that obviously it's like as a player you should educate yourself and like be like what is important to me what are the things I want out of a out of a deal out of a contract um and my biggest thing was like if I'm coming to Gotham like I'm staying in Gotham I don't want to be used as a you know bargaining chip and anywhere I want to be here I want to be committed to this place and so that's why I did that and I think 
more players probably should. But again, it's it's if the team says yes to it, you know? know yeah, for sure. Um, Kelly, I'm like so happy you were in New York. I remember you always talked about how much you loved living there when you were first on Sky Blue. Yeah. Um, and then I also remember one time we were staying in Jersey City with the national team and you took me on the train uh, into yeah. the city and we went out to lunch and uh -huh. you were just so happy. So I'm like excited that you can like bop around the city. Um, Gotham didn't have the best year last year, but no. they have two incredible new players right in front of me. Um, some hey. new staff. Um, do you remember your excitement when you heard about Lynn coming as well and FaceTiming her? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, in my kitchen making dinner, I'm like, oh, the draft's tonight. Like, pop the draft on TV. Shout out for saw having it. I think it was on CBS um, for, like, the yeah, beginning hour what? or something. So I'm like, great. Put it on the TV, making dinner, kind of sit down to see, like, the, the number one pick. And then I know that Gotham has number two, right? That's what we had, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and – uh, knew nothing and then all of a sudden it's like there's been a trade and it's like lynn williams has been traded to gotham for the number two pick to kansas and i was like what go like flip. <laughs> i was alone in my in my living room like flip the coffee table immediately facetimed lynn not not even a flip the coffee table no i'm joking i did it yes. it's like marvel it it. it. it's too heavy but um i wanted to but immediately facetime her knowing she was in australia but not being like sensitive at all to the fact that like she got traded and regardless of if you like really wanted that or not it's still kind of a hectic moment and there's probably a lot of emotion around it so i like facetime her she picks up i'm like wow i feel important um and she's like i'm like i'm freaking out on the phone to her i'm like i'm so excited this is gonna be amazing and i was like wait wait are you okay like i took like i finally <laughs> gathered enough to be like ask how she's doing and she was like i just let me give me 15 minutes and i'm gonna call you back and then she eventually called me back Kelly, and it was about it. so funny now now that it's like not stressful but yeah i had just like just hung up with my mom to be like this is happening this is happening like all this has happened within such a short period of time this is happening and as i'm hanging up your face is on my phone and so i was like Okay, I like guess picking we gotta up. do it. <laughs> I'm picking up, and um, you were just so excited, and I was like excited, but I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. <laughs> so, I will say that your excitement made me more excited, but well, I was that's flustered. That's good. No, I, I know, flustered. and as as you should have been, and rightfully so. But I was like, after I got the phone, I was like, "Ooh, that was probably like insensitive of me." But hopefully, <laughs> like you said, my excitement got you excited. <laughs> so I had a question. So like now. You're obviously a veteran player yes. and you're on like a new team. Like how, how do you come to a new team and just step into a leadership role? I think just by being myself, like I can't, it's been, that's what I've really enjoyed about Gotham is because there are so many leaders on this team and there are so many experienced veteran players and I don't, I, I feel like everyone leads in a way on this team mm -hmm. or a lot of people do. Um, yeah. And I think that it's important to like allow people and empower people to lead the way that they do it best. Cause some people are like on the field, you know, in their play, some people are more word, some people are more like on top of um, organizing. So I just think 
it's it's like allowing people to be their their best selves and then like empowering them to to be that way leadership can be like a lot of responsibility and then that doesn't fall to one person it's more of like someone picks it up here and someone picks it up here and i feel like it's like sharing the load totally and i feel like that is the case on gotham for sure yeah i do feel like once you are in the league longer and as you grow into just who you are as a person moving from team to team you don't feel as like oh my gosh, I'm going to a new team. Like you don't feel scared. You're just like, this is who I am. You brought me here for a reason and I'm just going to be that. And yeah. I feel like you've done that really well. Yeah, I think that's I think that's um, accurate. But I will say that like the first night when we went to dinner, had the team dinner, it's like, oh my God, first day of school. You're like, ooh, like oh, some, yeah. you know, I knew a lot of people on the team, but people I didn't, I was like, are we going to be friends? Like, how do we do this? <laughs> you know? but it's fun it's well like, you would never know you would never know i we were away from um at camp and when we came back it was like it was so excited you were so excited to see us and we were excited to see you but it was like i was like oh that's kelly like you couldn't even tell you had been either like nervous before mm-hmm. or i was like yep that's her there she is <laughs> it was it was i will say as much as like it was a bummer to not um be at she believes and you know win my sixth um I was actually really hard to rub that one in earlier. God damn it. Alyssa and Sonnet. Happy for them. Happy for them. Um, no, but, uh, I was so excited to go to preseason with Gotham and I've like, I don't think I've ever felt that way about a preseason, but I was like, I'm coming to a new team. I'm obviously rehabbing an injury. And if I would have been with the national team, I wouldn't have been able to create relationships like probably as quickly, um, if you're in and out, you know? So the fact that I was able to go down to Florida, be with the team for three plus weeks in an environment where we're basically all just hanging out together. Um, it was awesome. And it, I, I was, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I think I was like one of the few people who was like, I don't want to go home. Let's stay down here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you made a prediction earlier that, um, Gotham is going to beat angel city either two to one or three to two. Mm -hmm. Again, this is happening next week so we are we do not know what's going to happen but we do know that angel city was pretty solid last year um they have Alyssa thompson who's really young player she scored five minutes into her unofficial professional debut after she had school earlier in the day what do you think (laughs) coming into this weekend what do you think of angel city what do you think the kind of year is that they could have um i guess that goes to both of you actually i don't care what kind of year they have um because I'm not Don't concerned care. with anyone besides Gotham, but I am answer. excited because I didn't get to play. I've never played at Angel City before, so I'm like really excited to go to oh, LA. That's so fun and play Same. in their stadium because they have sick fans. They have an amazing atmosphere. Like shout out to their front office and their owners and investors who have like created this brand that is Angel City. I think it's awesome. I think it's great for the league. And as someone who is a um opponent of them and wants to beat them i'm still really excited to like go play there any bold predictions for the season cal gotham wins the whole gotham thing wins. shield and Both championship ho- great you heard it here first heard it here first hot hot and, take and challenge cup oh and, and challenge cup. the trifecta yo we're we're hitting yeah trace okay kelly it's also a world cup year is the nbsl season different when it's world cup year I mean, yes, because <clears throat> you have you have a big chunk of players that leave um, and games continue, unfortunately, with the way that it's set up. 
but um, yeah, so that's tough. But I do think that it's it, that allows players who don't go to the World Cup to like um, to go big and and do some great things. Like I feel like every year that someone who's like been on the cusp to, to make their World Cup and didn't make it, they've always had like an insane year, um, which is which is fun to watch and cool. And then I think that they always end up like making it later on. Um, and then it's exciting to see the post world cup buzz, but hoping that like we have that pre world cup too. Okay. So can you walk us through like how you balance going back and forth between camp and club? Because I was just talking to somebody recently um, in camp Mm -hmm. and they were like, I'm so tired all the time. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, same. Yeah, man. Um, and like, yeah, so can you just walk us through uh, what I, you do I mean, or like how you do it? I think it's tough because, yeah, like you said, you're tired all the time because um, you don't get, you know, two days in a row or maybe three days in a row that people who aren't go transitioning between those two um, environments uh get obviously you want to be in that position to not Mm -hmm. to not have any time off you know you want to be yeah I was telling Cam I was like I hope I don't have another I don't have a weekend off (laughs) until November or like December you know um for our last weekend that we had but um I don't know you just you just you figure it out because that's like you want to be there so it's it's not I don't look at it as a burden or like oh I can't you know this sucks because that's that's the position that you've played yourself into and that's what you want so it's you just make it work kind of like how do you do college athletics and school at the same time you just do it yeah yeah I Kelly I I feel the energy I do feel like I've been doing more than ever before but I feel like recently I've had to start planning like downtime I think Mm. because our our schedule isn't it's not like a nine to five where you're like, and then I can put my work away. It's like, we get up, we go to training, we have that. And then you need to get on a call or you need to have another meeting or you need to, whatever it is, we how to shoot. And so sometimes when there's like downtime, I think people are like, well, you have downtime. Like I can, you can just fill it. Yeah. And I've been like, well, no, like my downtime is like me scheduling me time. Yes, absolutely. So I think that's, so I think smart. I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten better at that. Um, Kelly, FIFA has now pledged equal prize money for the women's and men's World Cup by 2027. I did see that. Um, I know. Super exciting. Obviously, you were involved in the equal pay lawsuit with U.S. Soccer as part of the PA for a long time. Um, Other national teams have said that the U.S. women's national team's fight for equal pay inspired them. Do you think that pressure from players and organizations for this cause, like, helped FIFA to make this change a thousand percent yeah they wouldn't have done it without like, that why else, what else would have <laughs> yeah they're, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart I'm going to tell you that right now like I can guarantee that's not the reason um yeah absolutely I think that what we were able to do with the national team and um, our whole equal pay fight and lawsuit legal battle um inspired a lot of other federations and teams to or not federations teams of federations um to do the same, whether it's like money compensation or um, working conditions. And it's been really amazing to see 
players coming together and asking for more and demanding more because that's, as we've seen, is the only way anything gets done. I think it's so crazy because, so when I first got on the team, we had just filed the lawsuit. Oh, fun time to join. I know. I was like, whoa, what's happening? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What? So, what am I signing? Exactly. 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 I think my first camp, we had like a meeting with lawyers and I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. What are they talking about? Um, but my whole time with the national team, it's always been a fight or fight for like something bigger than just us. So it it's crazy to me sometimes when I see other federations still not doing it or like FIFA still not doing it. Cause I'm like, it's 2023. And I feel like I just have maybe had the luxury of being around so many powerful women that are like, no, no, no. Like we don't agree with this. We are not going to stand for this. We're not, we're willing to do X, Y, and Z anything to make sure that this is equal. Yeah. So, so I don't know what that, where I was going with that, but I just think it, it's kind of like, I feel very lucky to be around people who for a long time have been like, this isn't right. So it's crazy to me that FIFA's like, okay, we'll get it done in 27. And you're like, wait, what? And I'm like, can't you do it now? I'm of course skeptical. I can. Skeptical. Yeah. So we want to also talk about a little fun FIFA. We can play. We're now playable in the video game. Lynn and I have the same exact FIFA rating. That's adorable. Guess what I, it is. Did you guys request that? Yes, we wrote into FIFA, actually. Of yeah. all the things to complain about, that was the one. To whom it may concern, Lynn and Sam would like the we, same. For the sake of our friendship, we need the exact same score. <laughs> oh my but God. Kelly, yes? guess who is one higher than us? I'm going to assume that's me in this conversation. I don't think it's you think you're better or than LD us. or John. <laughs> it's you. Well, <laughs> ladies. You're better, you're better than us. In in virtual soccer, sorry, sorry about it. Like we want to we want to talk game. about some of your things. All right, let's hear them. I haven't seen them, so okay. Because we gave you, they gave you such a high. I'm going to go on your lowest one. Oh, Jesus. is your your finishing at 48 finishing? But like, did the, do they know that you used to be a forward? I don't know how extensive FIFA is in their research, but also I mm. I don't score often. But maybe mm. that changes well, this year. Yes. They also gave you only a 62 in aggression, so which is so yeah, low. pretty I mean, much proves that they did not research no. you. Yeah, we we can just end the conversation about my ranking or my what are the scores? What is it called? I don't even know now if that's what my ranking. aggression is. Yeah, I mean, but to make you feel better, how about we tell you our lowest scores? I can't wait. Um, my lowest was aggression as well. It was at a 59. Do oh, you think that's, that's accurate? You're a 50. If you're a 59 and I'm a 62, no. No, it's not. I don't Mine think I'm three points higher than you in aggression. Are oh, you saying you they're much more aggressive than I us? think there's like a larger range between my aggression and yours. I would say Kelly's outwardly aggressive, but I'm just inwardly That's aggressive. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. I was going to say, like, you maybe don't. I don't know. I well, I'm just like going to keep my cool. And you know who didn't keep their cool today? Our whole team. We kept our cool. We not, won. Not, not white, just the whole team. <laughs> Oh, you think like the entirety of Gotham? Yeah, it was so it was like good, though. Like everybody was so feisty. But I was like, whoa, girls, we're getting chippy today. Oh, see, I thought it was great. I loved well, it. Yeah, um, it awesome. Kelly, my low scores were 59 <laughs> acceleration, which I, yeah, fair enough. I'm big, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not quick. 
Sorry, I oh. am six feet tall. I didn't get the quick. No, that's Sam, okay. You, the signal yeah, takes a while to get down there, but I will hold you out of the way so I can get there first. Also, go to fifty-eight and balance. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, I actually seen like, you fall down one or two times. That's yeah, why. I don't think you fall down that much. Like yeah. Mal should get like a ten in balance, you know. Yeah, Sam doesn't fall down a lot, but when she does fall. You're like, why didn't you brace yourself? Big tree fall hard. I never know? learned it. I just never I'm like, learned it. Do you get whiplash because your neck yes, looks like it often. hurts? Uh, but listen to my goalkeeping scores. Compared to you guys, is they are very impressive. 17 in handling, 15 in positioning, 12 in reflexes. But what are they even? What are they even basing that on? Mal's balance is a 92. Yeah, we're gonna FIFA. You you got this wrong. Do you want to do something else, cute? Yeah, snacks or form, pass. Form, snacks or pass, exactly. So do you know, did somebody already explain the concept? This is the game. It's snacks or pass, like smash or pass. We're going to ask you a question. We're, we're all, I'm going to ask both of you or Sam's going to ask both of us. And okay. um, the twist is you only get one pass. So. I don't get it, but let's play. Like, like I'm, trying really to get, I'm trying to get you to say pass. If you say smash to every single one, then you've won the game. If you say pass more than one time, then I have won. We're going to play Snacks or Pass right after this. Snacks or Pass. Okay, can I go first? Yes. Okay. You have a personal chef, but it's Pat and he doesn't clean up after himself. Snack or Pass? Both of you answer. Snack, 100%. Lynn. I'll do I snack too. Up, but if someone's I'll cooking clean. for me, I'll clean up. I'll clean. I feel like I lived that for all of 2020. And Pat's a fire chef. So yeah, a thousand percent <laughs> snack. Oh, dang it. Well, I guess it already wasn't hard enough. You score every game, but you have to play with raging blisters, like rose-size Olympic blisters. Rose-size Olympic <laughs> blisters is so funny to me because that's such a specific type and size of blister but it's we we all know what it is yeah exactly but you'll score every game i wouldn't even call those blisters i would just call those like open wounds on her just call raw feet Lynn, Um, this is a hard one i mean incredible if you can score every game and you have that size of blisters i guess that's kind of like i'll I'll snack it okay you can you can wrap those guys up your hands are fused into webs, but you win Olympic gold medals in swimming. But you have you have like duck feet for hands, but you like are qualified to like compete in the Olympics for swimming. Yeah, I feel like you wouldn't be qualified to compete, but um, but you are, but you are. <laughs> no, we got that part. Um, yeah, sure, snack it. So you're gonna have you're gonna have duck feet hands. I mean, if you think life. about it, like that could be so useful. Like you basically have shovels for hands in life. I just feel like after I'm going to snack too, because after I would just cut. Fascinating. Oh yeah. I'm sure I there's a surgery. surgery. Get no. those gold medals. You didn't say you that. Guys Sam. Are, you guys are poking loopholes in my snacks or pass. Okay. You have the ability to teleport, but every time you do it, it takes a week off your life. Absolutely not. <laughs> I just take a plane. Honestly, that probably takes a week off your life too. Who knows? <laughs> okay. So pass. That's my pass. Yeah. I'm passing too. I already passed. I already passed. I passed on all of them. Looks like you. Well, you just honestly the way I'm just like not down. This is the loophole (laughs) for this one. You just don't teleport. Maybe you do it once if you need to. You know, 
Yeah, like it would, could be emergency. just like your biggest yeah, so you, emergency you can Yeah, but what if it's like the click remote where you're like, oh, I'll just teleport this one time. I got to get home for this one thing. And then all of a sudden you're teleporting everywhere and you're dead. Yeah. And you're that's... like Adam Sandler at the end of the movie crying in the parking lot. Do you guys think about that movie a lot? What movie? Click. Click. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh my God, Kel. Um, It'll change have... your life. Oh, Jesus. Sam, what? What are you? Are you guys serious? I mean, I've seen it. I just didn't really think that. Sam, I don't think it. with how planned you are, you would need a casual teleport because you're too on top of it. So I wouldn't stress about it. So just snack it and just don't use the teleport. The only time you would, I think I would use a teleport is if it was like this person's passing away or like you had to like, it was like emergent situation. Yeah. And then like Sam said, you just start teleporting all the time. Because you find it convenient. And then poof, you're gone. And then you're dead. This person's passing away. And then somebody's, and then passing, away. And then somebody's teleporting to you because you're done. <laughs> she said this person's passing away and I'm passing away. Because you're just <laughs> cutting years off your life. It's a Ooh. week, not a year. Well, it could add up, Kel. All right. On that note, I think we need to pass away this episode. Oh, dang. Well, if you really think about it, you would have to teleport 52 <laughs> times. To have one year cut off your life. So yeah, like maybe yeah. I'd snack that. What Have I passed anything? No. I, I think I Kelly won the game. Is down. Did I win the Kelly's game? Down. You won the I... game. You won the episode. You won the award of being our recurring guest. Yes. Congrats. Love you both. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks Love for you. having me on. It's always a blast with you girlies. Okay, big thanks to Kelly O'Hara. She was such a wonderful guest. We had so much fun with her. And thank you to everyone for listening. We do have one quick follow-up about um, the FIFA ratings. We saw all the players come out in the games, and they looked they were, trash. Yeah, some players just didn't look like themselves at all. And by themselves, some of them looked like not the right gender. So it was crazy. Yeah, we. I think we've heard that they're working on it from the NWSLPA, like address yes. the issue, and obviously is protecting us from every angle. Um, yeah, but, they worked quickly on that, so thank goodness. Yeah, but it was like obviously really disappointing for some players to go on all excited and see something that didn't look like themselves at all. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that that's being rectified as we speak. Um, and with that, Snacks is back, and we are not going anywhere. We next are next week going on the podcast, anywhere. week two. Yeah, week two on the <laughs> podcast, we will. <laughs> Um, be joined by Julie Foudy and don't forget to rate and review. And one last thing, Sam, hit it. Oh, uh, one Something last funny thing. confession, random. If you guys need a haircut and you go to Supercuts, send oh me a friggin' picture of yourself outside of Supercuts because Supercuts rocks. Don't do that. Um, send us a picture of wherever you go and get your hair done where your hair will look nice. That's not exciting. Supercuts rocks. So send me and tag me Supercuts Sam on snacks super sam and super sam (laughs) and uh don't forget to subscribe to snacks on apple Podcasts, spotify iheart or wherever you get your podcasts snacks is produced by jay wolf lauren day patrick cadino and john murray for more great women's sports content go to justwomensports.com and be sure to follow just women's sports on all your favorite channels i'm sam lewis and i'm lynn williams and you've been listening to snacks (laughs) 